Thank you for tuning in to another fun episode with your favorite Mouska moms, Lori, that's me, and Juliana. Hello. Jen will not be joining us because we're covering the 50th and Jen was not with us. So poor Jen, Jen, she is still crying about it. I don't blame her. It was amazing. (laughs) So last week we came to you with our gearing up for the 50th anniversary episode. And now that we've done it, it is in the past, yet we are still recovering. Um, We are going to go through and give you a recap of everything um, from the 50th celebration and everything we did that there. But of course, we have to do the Mouska cocktail first. Yeah, I mean, I I honestly, it was such a whirlwind. You need a cocktail just to even think about it anymore. We are still recovering. (laughs) We are. But there there is, um, there's a great cocktail out there that Lori and I both really enjoyed. It's the Magical Beacon. It's the special 50th anniversary signature cocktail that you can find at many of the table service restaurants, lounges, even pool bars all across the Walt Disney World Resort, which is really cool. Um, and it's, it's a big drink. It's a tall glass. It's, um, and it's blue because would it be a Disney special drink if it wasn't blue or glowing? And it is both. So the magical beacon, it is gin, blue Curacao, lemonade, Minute Maid Premium lemonade, berry orget, I never know if I'm saying that right, which is almond flavor, lemon, and then hibiscus grenadine and of course the souvenir glow cube so it sounded really sweet to me yes right we never ordered it i don't i don't know if we didn't know it existed or what but we finally sampled it on our very last day before we flew home we went to sanaa at animal kingdom um lodge well kadani and um it was worth the wait yeah, it. you know what? I was really surprised. Um, you know, we had kind of seen this one kind of pop up for the 50th anniversary drinks or 50th anniversary snacks, but we. it was a little tricky on where to find this one. Um, I don't think it's being advertised as well it should be, but it is at majority of the places, like you said. But the drink itself was very, very strong tasting gin, which shocked me. I love gin. So it was really good. I think, okay, so here's what happened. Lori ordered it because I was like, no way, sounds too sweet, <laughs> even though I really like gin. And I ordered something else with bourbon, actually. And it wasn't fantastic. It was good. But I tasted this magical beacon and was like, well, that's really tasty. And so then I had to order that too. I don't think mine was as strong as yours. No, I. you know what? Gin to me, I like gin drinks, but gin is something that I can pick out immediately. And it's just a very strong flavor for me. Very distinct. Yes, very distinct. And nothing much can really hide that one for me. So, but it was not sweet at all. It was served in a huge drink. If you guys don't know, we do in the Facebook group post um, drinks of the week. So we will post this one for you guys to see. Um, The picture is not the greatest because it's kind of hard to take a picture of a glowing drink. It really is. Um, right? In the middle like, of the day. <laughs> in the middle of the day. So, um, but yes, it is a really cool drink. And of course, you get to take the little cube home. Um, right, because you know, they'll sell it to you if you want it. But I think they'll charge you like $8.99. Oh, probably. Well, this drink is not inexpensive. This is an $18 drink. This one Mm -hmm. is up there even by Disney standards. This is an expensive beverage. But the Glow Glow Cube is, frankly, the best one I've gotten um, at any Disney drink ever. Because this (laughs) one, like, you can do each color individually to stay on. Or you can strobe all through all the colors. Like... I know I'm going on about a glow cube, but you know, these are important things. People fight over these things. We we did, we did take it out, dry it off and put it both in our bags. So, you know, so yeah, the drink highly recommend it should be here for the next 18 months for the 18 month celebration. Um, and at any table service, I think you said pool bars, lounges, anywhere. Um, just ask for the magical beacon. Um, Mm -hmm. so yeah, it was a really, really good drink. Highly recommend. 
Yeah, really enjoyed it. All right. So now for the meat of it. Yes. What did we do? So I was looking through in like sort of writing up our outline for what we're going to talk about today, the outline for the previous podcast when we were planning the trip and we nailed it. We pretty much did. I think we got everything we kind of needed to get into and we're going to go through it here. I mean, Friday crushed me. Um, but it I was think, rough, guys. I think we found it <laughs> Saturday pretty well. Um, so and we were there still there all day Sunday, like Juliana said, we were at Sanaa and we we took Sunday easy. Um, I don't care what you say, it was tough. It was tough. I mean, amazing and fun and wonderful energy, yes. but tough. But let's start with day one. Yes. Let's just start from the very beginning because I don't know how else to do it. Um, we got there early. We yeah. this was a trip where we didn't arrive in the afternoon or evening, which is kind of unusual, I feel like for us. Um, I was there by noon. I was in in the hotel by noon. Um, and it was my first time at Boardwalk. And when I walked in, I said to myself, I think I even texted you guys, this is my new favorite resort. <laughs> yeah, Boardwalk was a lot of fun. I arrived a little bit after you. Um, I will say Boardwalk is spread out. I got I got lost for a little bit. It's spread out and it's a weird shape. Yes. So like you, I often, I mean, this is not shocking to people who know me, but I <laughs> often went right when I thought I should go left or wanted to go right and then had to correct. Um, it is very large. It is, I did not realize how big it was because yeah. from the boardwalk, because it is, it's shaped like a crescent around Crescent Lake, you know? And so the face of it, the boardwalk side, which is really the back of it, but it's still the face of it is, smaller like spreads yeah. out like a fan anyway details yes it's really cool it's from really the hardwood cool really the hardwood cool. floors and the shiplap walls and the it, it's just it it makes you it's atlantic city and it's i believe what they were after i know yeah. it's what they were after they, i think it's great it's definitely you know one of the things we noticed is so we stayed in the deluxe studio which is actually on the disney vacation club side um, so it is split up into the regular, um, in, so, cause it's called boardwalk in side and the Disney vacation club side. So we actually got a deluxe studio and it, it's, it is one of the ones that has not been updated. So, but to be fair, a lot of their decor and that kind of works with their theme, even though it is dated. Um, but we like walk the halls and the carpet needs to go and some of the wallpaper. So I said to Andy, whose dad is from Jersey, by the way, so please don't get upset with me, uh, Jersey people. But I said to my husband, I was like, it just needed a little, like, it was great. The vibe was awesome. I was like, they totally nailed the Atlantic city carnival boardwalk feeling. It's like, but the rooms and the hallways, they just thought the lobby was gorgeous, but the rooms in the hallways just, they felt dated. They needed a yeah. little updating. And he goes, oh, so they totally nailed it because <laughs> you go to any hotel in Atlantic City. About the same. Need a little updating. So I laughed at that. And yes. now I, you know, no offense, Jersey, we love you. Um, anyway, but I really did enjoy it. I think that the pool is really cool. I'm thrilled that they got rid of the clown because I know that kept oh a God, lot yeah. of people away. And I am a little obsessed with the Keister coaster, even though I didn't ride it. But the name of it is great. I was going to say the Keister coaster is their water slide. It's, it was where they had a big clown. You actually came out of the clown's mouth and it was the scariest thing I've ever seen. And I was <laughs> honestly shocked my entire life that I'm like, this is at Disney. Like nobody, nobody. What's the like, scary nobody clown? Called them? Yeah, nobody called what's them? the scary clown movie where he was underneath in the storm drains? It. It. Yes. Yeah. That is what that clown looked like. There yeah. is no Disney about that clown. That is a scary, scary, scary clown. Even so, if you're not scared of clowns, that clown was creepy. So now creepy. it's now it's more like uh, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway kind yeah. of theme. So it's cute. It's really cute. Kids it's were playing cute. on it. It was and fun then, to watch. Yes. And the little um, bar is gorgeously themed. I love that outside pool bar. It looks like a carousel, like it's a tented cute. carousel kind of thing. It's really, really adorable. Um, and, and I didn't have anything to eat there because... We were so close to Epcot, but um, the menu looked nice. So yeah. so the cool thing about Boardwalk as a first timer is truly everything is outside the resort. 
it's really neat to get, I think I would like to have a water view room where you're looking over at the, the boardwalk because yeah. when things are, when the action's happening, the action's happening. It's fun to watch people milling about outside. It had a really chill, fun vibe. Um, but I do think that that could be a drawback too. I don't love the idea of having to schlep all the way to the bakery for coffee or water and stuff like that. Um, but it is authentic. I mean, it you is. know, it, it is. And, and I really, I'll stay there again for sure. I was going to say it's, so for people that don't know, Boardwalk Beach Club and Yacht Club are all in the same vicinity to each other. Um, so they're kind of around a pond, I guess you call it, lake, very small it's lake. Crescent Lake, to be specific. There we go. Crescent Lake. So they're all around there. So they are within very short walking distance to Epcot. But you come in in between UK and France, which is an awesome entrance into Epcot. Um, and you can also walk to Hollywood Studios if you need to. Um, it's about 15, 20 minutes, but then they also have ferry boats that are running back and forth. So it's a really cool uh, location in terms of Disney parks. So, of course, the second we got there, I'm pretty sure we didn't even stop anywhere on the boardwalk. <laughs> <laughs> this is where we differed from... This is where we differed from our plan because we thought we'll go to Abracadabra. We'll be, you know, we'll hang out, whatever. Nope. I I was texting Lori. Lori, I'm starving. I'm in the room. I did a room video, of course, for you guys. We'll post that. And I'm like, I'm starving. We have to eat. And I'm thinking I could eat at the pool bar. I had walked by. It looked pretty cool. This, that, and the other thing. And then <laughs> I forget which one of us was like, well, shouldn't we go to Epcot? Epcot. Um, yeah. Kind of. So I don't even think that Lori, like she put her bags down and I don't even know if she like stopped for the, a potty break. No. We just went straight went. to Epcot, which is, doesn't surprise you guys at all. Right. It shouldn't. It really shouldn't. I mean, the second we, I pretty much touched down, we were like, and off to Epcot. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we went into Epcot. Um, the first thing we did was go over to the new France expansion because I really wanted to see that. Um, so we walked quickly around there, kind of saw everything, um well and... no but they wouldn't they wouldn't let you back oh there. no we couldn't that's right you're right you're right we didn't the, see if they won so like not only was ratatouille not running they wouldn't let they us wouldn't back. even let you back into that that's area. right my bad i completely forgot they wouldn't let us back they stopped us there because at that point that was september 30th so it was not fully open to everyone so they like um, they like closed it between the soft open and the hard open. Yes. I don't know why they do stuff like that. But anyway, but but so so the first thing we did was this is going to be the longest episode ever if we give you right. a blow by blow, but we got to go. We tried some foods that we hadn't tried before, the brioche sandwich, the martini. We walked around, we did the Epcot thing, we ate, we drank. We were going to leave. The notable thing here about food anyway is we were so stuffed and we were going to leave and we didn't want to eat anymore and then we ended up staying longer and eating at Kenya and India, which are two of yes. the newer food booths. And we loved them both. Oh my God. They were so good. It was, yeah. they're both, I mean, you, you have to figure Kenya and India, they're using about the same flavors. Um, but India had awesome food. Um, what did we get? I got the korma chicken um, or chicken korma, however you want to say it. So it's, um, the korma was fantastic. The flavor was amazing. The chicken was awesome. They actually put, roasted chickpeas on top which i've never had and i thought that was an awesome addition on top um and then over in kenya they had two dishes and i think we did both of them we did both one was a like a, a shrimp on couscous or something like that right yeah and then the other i can't remember the details i'm like turning around looking for the met the the guide but i don't have it in my hand it was like a a, a corn cake with beef on top wasn't yes. it it was like a corn cake or corn like cake with beef on top, and then it had some type of slaw on top of it. It was just a very, and it still had African flavors to it. So well, that's it's what not I was going to say. Mexican by any regards. Right, right, exactly. Like you see this all the time at Epcot, a tostado yeah. with some beef on top, and it's either barbecue or Mexican. But this was African, and it had very distinct, unique flavors. So even yes. though it was like they're using the same palette, you know, it was a whole different. Actually, they were using it, not the same palette, but they were using all the same structure. It yeah. was cool. It was very, very good. Really enjoyed it. Highly recommend. Yeah, that one was uh, really good. We did do rides that day. The other highlight here was that there were, that Epcot was empty. Yeah. Epcot was empty because, again, the anniversary was on the first and, and 
Ratatouille was opening on the first, so I think people were just not going the day before. They, we walked on to we did Soren and Test Track. Soren. We finally got Julianne on Living in the Land. Um, it picked up a couple of cukes. <laughs> um, I think it was, you know, living. It's it's there. It's ride to rest your feet. Yeah, I don't know um, why I've never ridden it before. Yes. And a big thing that I did find out is the they used to have, if you had a Disney Visa credit card, um, there used to be a character spot that you could go to. And there was always two of the Fab Five there that you would take pictures with. Now we're in a COVID world and there's no characters, but they do do some fun magic shots over there. Um, and those downloads, if you don't have Memory Maker, are actually free. Um, so you can download those ones. They are free because you have the credit card. So we went in there to experience that. And of course, chatted with cast members, which was awesome. Um, we did a lot of chatting. We did a lot of chatting, a lot. But the big thing that we were waiting for that night was Harmonious. And it, it was actually got very crowded towards the end. Like it was pretty empty. And then around five or six, we came out and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, oh, everyone's here. So this was <laughs> technical debut night of Harmonious, right? Yeah. This was the first night of the full show. So they had previewed it two nights earlier. Um, but we heard from this cast member, we were talking about that it wasn't really the full show. They were ironing out kinks. So this was the first full show. So yes, people and people knew that. So they started coming in in the evening, even still wasn't bad. It wasn't I mean, that bad. There was just a, there was a big increase. And people started was, to sit yeah. down and line up and you thought, oh, no. But then more people never came. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like at once it got crowded, it, it didn't keep getting crowded. I, I It felt fine. Yeah. Um, so. I liked, you know what, if you've listened to other podcasts, you know, the three of us are not fans of any of these Epcot shows. Um, they're not our favorites. I think Harmonious was great. I like um, it. I will say, and I've said this a couple times on the live, the gigantic barge tacos that are sitting in the middle um, are not as ugly. They do put images up on them during the day. So they have like the 50th logo that comes up. So that part I appreciate because they didn't look like gigantic, ugly tacos the whole time. Um, but the show itself was awesome. I, I liked think, it. Yeah. I think they nailed the show. You know, they did a whole bunch of different um, movies and songs from different countries. It was a tribute. It was good. Yeah. I thought it was really good. And, you know, for viewing points, I think you have to be dead on to the circle, but I'm curious to see if you're not, if you're over in France or you're over in Norway, are you still able or to see it from the side? Even in the UK, like I wonder, right? Because they're doing this Rose and Crown dining package nice. and Rose and Crown was a great place to see Illuminations and mm -hmm. Epcot for now. But, but the way that the circle is situated and the circle we're talking about is a big projection screen screen. It's a big part of the show. Um, and it sits in the middle of the lake and it it's, it's not a globe, it's a circle. So think yeah. like two-dimensional. So if you're not facing it, you're not seeing it. And and the way that the outdoor patio of Rose and Crown is situated, it doesn't seem like it would be the greatest view. And it's a really big part of the show. Like, yeah, I would go to see the Magic Kingdom fireworks and not see the castle, like say seeing them from, you know, a restaurant where you can see them. That's different even though the castle projections are a huge part of the show the show's still really great without them i don't know that harmonious's fireworks are no. worth it if you can't see the projections no you need to see that big circular projection in the middle and that's where i'm curious if it is visible from the other sides so we'll have to take a look more into that but harmonious itself i thought was great it was a great tribute to the countries. We heard some people say. And the movies. Like yeah, and movies. And we thought, you know, some people didn't like that it was in all in different languages. But I don't think there was too much of it to the point where you couldn't understand. Yeah, I mean, I think the reason that that someone doesn't didn't like it was they brought it up like a, like when you go to a concert and you listen to a song that you love, and but the singer changes it up for the concert and you feel like you're kind of bummed that you can't sing along. And so this person was saying because, say, you know, the Moana theme was in a, a different language and you don't feel like you can sing along. It, but I didn't 
I didn't feel that way. No. And I usually hate when lead singers change the melody at a concert because I want to sing along and it didn't bother me. Yeah, it was, it was fine. You know what? We actually sat by the American Pavilion um, and depending on where you sat with those trees, you could get a pretty good shot. So I would recommend American Pavilion and also the opening to um, World Showcase, right? When you walk in the center in between the two shops um, would be a great spot. But it was it was a good show. It's definitely something that if my family hasn't seen, I would definitely stick around for. Um, I'm pretty sure Juliana had a sampling of beer and something else while we were waiting for harmonies to start. Start a lobster roll. Lobster roll. Right. I know. Um, so I think that's perfect. Yeah, people just sat there. It was fine. Um, and like I said, it was pretty crowded, but it didn't feel so. There, but there was still room. It wasn't. It, it yeah. wasn't like the next day, which we're going to yeah. get into. Um, and, and Jen asked, was it good for an Epcot show or was it just a good show? And I'm going to go out and say, Jen, it was, it was just a good show. It was a good show. I, it, it still to me does not beat Fantasmic. Um, you know, and I don't think it beats Magic Kingdoms. So I would still, if we're talking Magic Kingdom and, you know, Enchantment or Happily Ever After, whatever, or Fantasmic and this one, I would still rank this one third, but Fantasmic's not here right now. So Right. I'd see know. it. I think it's good. I think everyone should see yeah. it. I really like it. And that is high praise from me. And now a word from our sponsors. Mouse Kamams are avid travel enthusiasts, and our podcast is sponsored by Kingdom and Cruise Travel. If you are interested in booking a vacation to Disney or any other worldwide destination, be sure to check out the website, kingdomandcruise.com, and their Facebook page, Kingdom and Cruise Travel. So the big day, October 1st, Magic yeah. Kingdom, insane. Um, it was it was a day. The energy okay, let's just start. Let's start with our arrival story. So what time did you yeah. get up bright and early, Lori? We got it was six, right? Five no, thirty. It was five thirty, that's right. I we think got it was up five fifteen. That's right. We were up at five thirty. Um, but we thought we were getting up insanely early. So we were up at 5.30, out that door at 6 o'clock with plans to take an Uber to the Contemporary. As we are going Which up- we always do. Yes. Which we always do. Uber to the Contemporary. They'd let you get dropped off. You will take the walkway. Yes. So we've I've done this in the past. And I will say when we got upstairs to the lobby, we were not the only ones up at the boardwalk. People are moving. Um, we did see buses come, but we thought it would be safer to take an Uber. Um, so we took the Uber over to contemporary and I have never seen the contemporary and magic kingdom area. So busy with cars, they had police out directing traffic. There was so much security everywhere. The we sun wasn't even up yet. Nope. Um, I got to see the sun rise and fall over Cinderella castle. <laughs> um, but we found out that they, pretty much decided that no, we were not dropping off a contemporary. So our Uber driver had to circle and they said, no, they couldn't let us out. So they told our Uber driver to take us to the, to get in transportation center. Um, so we'll just fast forward to when we walked down the contemporary walkway and <laughs> went through that really easy security line and still got what we wanted. And we, it worked out well for us. It, it was, it, you know what? It was a magical fast forward. Something happened and somehow we ended up on that sidewalk. We were and, on that walkway, went through security yep. very quickly. And we were there outside the park, ready to go as soon as, so you know, I'll back up a little bit. We did come to find out later in the day that they opened the parking lot for, because a lot of locals there yeah. on October 1st, they opened the parking lot uh, at 5 a.m. Yep. For a park and that opened at 8, <laughs> 7.30 for hotel guests. They opened the parking lot at 5 a.m. 5 a.m. So all of those people had to go through ticket and transportation, right? They have to take their ferry for, or the, the shuttle from the, for the car to the, from through the parking lot and the monorail or ferry or whatever they're going to do to get to the park entrance. So our leaving at 6 a.m. was really not bad. It, it wasn't. Was, it was the time to do it. Yes, it our, was the time to do it. They before that, basically, the only thing we missed is we saw pictures pop up on social media. They were holding people outside the gates at Magic Kingdom until about 6.15, 6.30 when we got there. Yeah. 6.15. So yeah. So we then they all of a sudden were letting people in and scanning magic bands. And that's kind of when we showed up. So we missed the big crowd there, which was awesome. 
was it was great i did so we were 15 minutes behind i yeah. heard that the first i heard from a cast member that the first guest walked down main street on, at 6 15 yeah. which how cool it would have been to be in that first wave i would have really liked that so we didn't get there late but we did have a fatal flaw of the morning um it was really important to me to walk down main street with that first or second wave and get that on on video and all that i had very high expectations of walking in um so we did that and in doing that we missed an opportunity to get in some virtual queues which we'll tell you about when we get to shopping perhaps. yes yeah but let's talk about like the general vibe of the morning right the crowd was mostly adults yeah um lots of excitement press energy in the air. Yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, everybody, everybody was sort of, it, it's all the people that need to be there at the moment, right? It's us, it's influencers, it's travel agents, it's, and it's fanatic fans. <laughs> um, yeah, it, you know, it, it was one of those environments where I said before, that was what I was most excited about is just being there and feeling the excitement that was there. And the excitement was definitely there. It's um, like it's there were no I, there were no casual Disney fans there. No. Everybody there was was serious in a good way. Like I'm, yes. I'm, I don't mean to make it sound like everyone was just really excited and 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 it was palpable. Yes, sure. they a hundred percent. If you don't believe me, check out the live from on our. Facebook page right? when everyone started running for the morning show. Cause we, so I was really super excited for the morning show. That was the big thing we waited in, you know, we, we got, we got what we pushed our way up there. We were ready. We were really, really close to the stage for the morning show. And it was what the iridescent eight came out. Yes. And for people that don't know, so this morning show they used to have before COVID the characters would come out, welcome you to the park. It would be a quick little five, six minute, bit fireworks would go off and it was pretty much a the park is now open right and um, that replaced the the train station morning correct. show which was something that they did a long time ago to keep crowds dispersed from congregating in front of the train station before yes. the park opened because people started getting to the parks earlier and earlier more and more people it was a safety issue so they started letting people on main street early and then if you were a resort guest with early access or extra magic hours as they called it they would scan bracelets and let you into fantasy land and tomorrowland um and that's what was happening yeah on party day that's what was happening on party day or, it was, or anniversary day yeah anniversary it was it was confusing in the sense that it said online the park was opening at eight you have early access at 7 30 we walked down Main Street to find out, and somebody's holding a sign saying, for resort guests, please go this way to enter the attractions. We find out that they started that at like 6.30, 6.45. Which um, is cool. Super cool. Because the rides were running and everything. But here's the thing. They were only doing that because to try to get people out of the hub. But right. nobody was going. No. Nobody was leaving. Nobody was going on the rides. Um, we were all waiting for the morning show. So this morning show comes back after COVID. And for the first time for the anniversary, which is awesome. Um, you know, first we were running, we were all standing, you know, if you see the live video, Je Julianne and I were standing <laughs> against a rope because they had brought a float cavalcade out with the characters. They were filming a segment for, um, good morning America. Um, and we could kind of see they were filming. We couldn't really see it, but the characters kept waving to everyone. They filmed their segment, gave us heart attacks because they kept lighting off fireworks at That's right. times. That's right. And everyone was just, we had no like countdown. No, we had no idea that we were going to go off. So then that goes away and we're still waiting for the morning show. So basically cast members let go of these ropes and you have to watch Juliana's live. <laughs> um, I didn't know what was happening. I got so confused <laughs> for a minute. I was like, you, you have to watch it because she is screeching and squealing and running. Um, and just, we had to sprint towards the castle and people were getting separated. And I have to say one of the cutest stories throughout the entire day. Oh, love this one. Was a father and a son got way up there. Um, they were literally the first ones, you know, to buy the castle and WDW Walt Disney world's magazine was there taking photos of people for the magazines. So they're having people sign releases. And they pulled the son and the father out of the crowd 
to get a picture in front of the castle for the magazine. Well, their mother was standing by us. So the mother was probably like 30, 40 people back. And she said, I got separated. It's not a big deal. They're up there. She's like, oh, how cute. That's my son. And we were yeah. like, wait, that's your son? Get up there. She's like, oh, that's okay. And we're like, no, you go. She's like, well, it's fine with you, but not the 30 people in front of you. And I, so I don't know if it was me or someone else was like, mom is back here. <laughs> and everybody heard that and they made a hole. They were like, they oh, made a God. hole and let so mom, sad. yeah, let mom go up there with her husband and her son. And they were able to get a picture up there. And then they were up there together because people did get separated. Um, it was, you know, in, in a matter of like 30 feet, like we were not, <laughs> it was not a mad dash. We were literally at the top of the circle Yep. and we just moved up to the back of the stage. Like yeah. it was, it was not far. It was not far it at all. It was all of 10 seconds. <laughs> it was 10, a very lovely 10 second live video. <laughs> um, so it was, it was, you know, that was one of the cool stories where people are really helping other people out, trying, you know, I, I just, I love that part. Um, and then, so then the morning show came. Yes. And it was adorable. Yes. Nothing to write home about, but that's okay. And then, and then basically the hunt for executives on the hub began. Yeah. We based, everybody wanted to see Bob Iger, who wasn't there. <laughs> and, and uh, what's his face? Um, Josh uh, tomorrow. Josh tomorrow. Yes. And so we saw them. I mean, you know, whatever they were doing, they were, they were doing press on our, our, our relaxed space where we wanted, remember, we said that we wanted to just relax on the hub all day and just wait. Well, Bob and Bob Chapek and Josh and Jeff Vale, they all needed that space for their interviews and whatnot. So fine. <laughs> um, so yeah, in, in regards to media, like there were, so all, both hub grasses were taken by media. Tomorrowland Terrace was taken by Good Morning America. And then up on the railway tracks, up on that um, balcony area, that was taken by media too in the morning. So there was four sets of media. I think two were Good Morning America because they did quite a bit that morning. Well, it's ABC, Disney. Correct. Yeah. So there was quite a bit there. We saw Bob Chapek um, doing his interview with Good Morning America. Um, I, you know, poor guy, whatever. I, I feel bad for him. Everyone's like, who is it? Who is it? And they're like, it's Bob. And they're like, Bob who? And they're like, Chapek. Oh, I don't know why, but everybody just loved Bob Iger. It's going to be hard. He's a tough act to follow. Right? So the people were gaga for Josh. And like even men shouting, well, the women were like, Josh, including me. Yeah. And then even men were like, you're doing a great job, Josh, which I kind of was surprised to hear because I feel like a lot of people lately have been a little Disney sad. But again, that wasn't this crowd. People. I was going to say, I think this crowd was blaming Bob Chapek for that one. Cause there was a couple booze thrown out there. There, there was a few and poor I, guy. poor guy, I feel bad. Plus you got, you know, Josh tomorrow. Who's he's attractive looking. So I think he gets the majority, you know, security was definitely surrounding him a little bit more than Bob Chapek, which I'm like, Bob Chapek is the CEO. Josh tomorrow just handles the parks. I mean, just, <laughs> just, but in terms yeah. of who's above who, but security so, is around Josh. Yeah. So all of that added a vibe of excitement. We'll be posting pictures and videos of all mm. of that. It was really cool. There was also a lot of excitement around nah, 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 merchandise. I don't know if I'd call it excitement as much as I'd call it mayhem. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll go, <laughs> I'm with you. So, okay. So this is what I'm, I started to talk about earlier. We walked up and down Main Street. Lori was itching to shop and I yeah. wouldn't let her. We should have divided. We didn't. So let's start with um, uh, World of Disney, not World of Disney, uh, Main Street Emporium. Emporium. Yeah. So the line was starting to form to get in. There was really nobody in it when we got there at 630. By the time we finished walking down Main Street not on, and, and back again, not only was the line so long, so long, they weren't letting people in anymore, right? Yeah. And they started a virtual queue. Yes. And then that virtual queue was closed. Yes. So I think part of that had to do with the drama that unfolded that morning, yes. which we had heard. And again, these numbers are probably beyond exaggerated. Right. So, I mean, this is a rumor. Let's confirm. Yes. Rumor. Yes. 100% rumor. But lots of people were talking about it. And there's a video. I didn't <laughs> see the video. Yeah, there's a video. Still a rumor, though. 
Still a rumor. Not confirmed on number, but there was a fight over a certain purple Starbucks tumbler. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. We now have them. I have two sitting on my desk right now. So I'm not sure what we were fighting over because I didn't get into the store in the morning. Yeah. But yeah, so we think that that kerfuffle happened by 7 a.m., like by 6.45. Because by the time, because we got to the park at 6.30, walked up and down Main Street. It was done. Nobody could get into the store. But then that store didn't have any of the exclusive 50th merch. So while we were disappointed, we weren't terribly concerned. And they said it might open back up. So And it did eventually, just to a walk-up line that we ended up only waiting in 15 minutes 15 minutes for. I will say, when we got into that store, it was so jam-packed that I put my bag down and left. It was was packed, packed. It was, I can't even describe, I've never seen the Emporium like that. It, depending on where you were, you we got stuck. Julian, I'm out, and she's not moving. I lasted two minutes. I lasted two minutes, and then I was literally gridlocked in, and it took another two minutes just to like slide puzzle my way out of there. But whatever, it was fine. It all works out fine. I, I do have some a bonus mouse tip for shopping that I'm going to share in a minute. Yeah. But the big thing was, and we didn't know this ahead of time, and maybe some other bloggers and podcasters did. Please tell us if you did others in the community, but they put all the special 50th merchandise in the big top surface. That's what it's called, right? Where Pete's Silly Slideshow is, right? Yeah. And we didn't know that beforehand. We also didn't know whether or not the merchandise would ever be available again, right? There was sort of some buzz that there was certain merchandise that was only going to be available on October 1st. Well, no, cast members said this is an exclusive day of merchandise just for today and that's so that was I, confusing yeah because some so things confusing. were limited release some yeah. things weren't limited release and even if it was labeled limited release some little limited release was like three thousand and some limited release was like thirty thousand so and the thirty thousand isn't even a number that i read anywhere i'm just making no. that up because i saw lots and lots and lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of these other limited release items some items are coming back. Some items aren't. Anyway, so we didn't know. No. So we, so we, we, and the last thing we didn't know was that this ride went to a virtual queue as well, or this shopping experience. Yes. Yeah, so Big Top immediately. Super, yes. Big Top went to basically when we were there. This is again the confusion part because you have cast members out who kind of know, but don't because this is a one time gig. And basically they said, here is the virtual queue QR code for Big Top but it's not open yet. So I took a picture of the QR code, got to the link, and I just kept hitting refresh to see whenever it would open. But I figured it wasn't that big of a deal. We're in Magic Kingdom on the first, no big deal. Then we find out later that no, the QR closed. So the the virtual queue for this uh, Big Top closed and they don't know when it's going to open again. So we went to Big Top. It's making. But they did say that it would. They said it will reopen again. Yes. So that was different because at at Pin Traders or Trading Post, that virtual queue closed at like ten in the morning and never opened again. Who knew? Had no idea this was happening. No. So a lot of it was confusing. I will say the only downside to this is I had the virtual queue. It was essentially think like virtual queue for Rise of the Resistance, except I had to keep hitting join. So we kept hitting join over and over. I did it for four hours straight. And thank you to anybody on our Facebook page that tried to help us get into this virtual queue because we did help. We did ask for people's help. Um, But after four hours and checking in with them and them telling us it was later than the day it was going to re-release, it released and we got in. Um, And it was, you know, so exciting one to get in. And two, I was like, oh, we get to go in. But it was a little mayhem to get into Big Top. They had a huge line. We went in. And as much as it was a virtual queue, so they were limiting the amount of people that were in there, there were so many people. And so many people were going crazy over this merchandise. And there was only like 12 things. Yeah. So the good news is, so that's the craziness that was that day. And not surprising given the kind of people that were there that day and the excitement around the day and also what nobody knew about anything in terms of how to get the stuff and what was rare and what wasn't, whatever. The good news is it's not going to be like that anymore. Right? Like 
you might get merchandise, you might not get merchandise. Um, but after the first, you're not going to be needing virtual queues. You're not going to be needing to spend no. four hours refreshing your phone, trying to get into a store. No. It might be crowded. You might not get stuff. But my advice to you, my bonus mouse tip is uh, don't, don't, don't get your heart set on anything. <laughs> However, if you see it, buy it. So here's a little story. I always say, if you see something in a store and you love it, buy it. I hem and haw. It's just what I do. I saw a bracelet I loved on Thursday night. It was a limited edition um, 50th anniversary item. I did not buy it. I went back to that same store that was not in Magic Kingdom on Saturday and they were gone. And I did ask cast members if they were coming back. Some cast members said yes, some of these items would be coming back, but they didn't know when. And others said no, if it's gone, it's gone. So I'm going back in two weeks and I'm hoping I can find this bracelet. Incidentally, I'm going to post it on the Facebook page if anyone else goes back and wants to Correct. pick it up for me. I will pay you for it. Um, but anyway, so, um, so yeah, so if you see it, buy it because you could end up like me and now I don't have it and I really, really liked it. <laughs> um, but also like, so all these things that everyone was going crazy over in, in Magic Kingdom on the first were available at Creations over in Epcot on the same day with no line and no nothing. And, and I will say, and even the next day, so even when we went to Epcot the next day, this lovely shirt. Except, watching, the <laughs> yeah, Except the bracelet. Except the bracelet. If you're watching this lovely shirt I'm wearing was supposedly just for the first. And we walked into Creations on the second to Epcot and they had it all out. So right. I have to say that was a bit frustrating in the sense that it was not right. communicated right. well. Right. Um, but regardless, we got the merchandise. We ate some food. Yeah. Um, we The most surprising part of the day was that the ride times were nothing. Yeah. And I don't think it's something that we thought was going to happen. But if you think about it, it makes sense because you have bloggers, you have travel agents, you have people that were just there for the excitement. They're not there to ride the rides. Right. Um, so originally, when when things were sort of crazy in the morning, Lori and I looked at each other and I'm like, I would never want to take my kids here. This is such a long day for them. Like, it would be awful. But then by halfway through the day, since we didn't get our hubgrass spot, we were like, well, I guess we'll ride some rides. After we rode all the mountains by like 1030 in the morning, yep. we were like, this is a great day to bring your kids. I mean, they can, they all, they can do everything. We walked so that on was fun. everything. I mean, it was awesome. And we just kind of walked around. We met Trisha Tab, Deb, which we talked to um, on the pod, on this podcast before. So we hung out with her. And, right. you know, we, big tip, we did a walk-up list for Skipper Canteen. Right. And we got to try that one, which was awesome. Um, yes. If you don't know on the app, you can just hit join walk-up list. So we couldn't find a reservation. And we waited, we ended up waiting two hours, but it really, I mean, it's not like we stood there and waited. We were able right, to Right, because they text you when your table is ready. In fact, they texted me when our table was ready, but I didn't actually, because the Wi-Fi was so crazy that day, I didn't actually yeah. get the text apparently until 40 minutes later. And when I walked up, they felt really bad, <laughs> but they were like, okay, we'll get you in in 20 minutes. And I said that was fine because frankly, I didn't think I was going to be able to sit down and have a drink right. and, um, and eat and have someone serve me a meal. Food was a little scary. Mobile ordering was really hard. So having that, that lunch, um, once we, once we got on that walk, up list my my whole outlook changed for the entire day because I knew I was going to have a little respite from it um so I do love a midday dining reservation for that it was reason. yeah that was fantastic um and then basically everyone was there for enchantment so one we got the egg rolls um thanks to Trisha thank you she, did. Um, she picked us up some egg rolls while we squatted because yeah. after after the all the daytime excitement, they did open up the hub grass for the fireworks for people. Yes. So uh, we were late. We got yep. there late. Yep. Uh, we knew we were going to be late. It didn't matter. It was fine. Yep. We found a little spot. Um, I didn't get, I had to roll up in the fetal position to take my nap. That's fine. Cause there wasn't enough room for my whole towel, but um, mm. cause we did want to like, just lie there. Cause there were people napping like at six 30, what did we get there? Yeah. Six 30, there was people. Yeah. Six 30 people were napping. They were sitting down. I mean, the fireworks at that point didn't start till nine o'clock. No. And so, so but we, we were, were ready to time. just sit. Yeah. So we it wasn't sat. like, 
I bet if we wanted to keep exploring the park, we could have easily just made our way to a standing room spot, but we didn't want to. We wanted to sit. We wanted to relax. There wasn't enough room to lie down by the time we got there, but there was certainly enough room to sit, to eat a snack, to chat, to chill, to talk with all the people. Yes. Um, and, and then, you know, and then they tell you to stand up when it gets dark. And so you stand up for five minutes and then you sit back down <laughs> and then they tell you to stand up and you sit back down. But, um, you know, and then by showtime, everyone is standing and yes. So they great. do. Yeah. As much as we recommend the hubgrass, they do make you stand up as soon as it gets dark for safety reasons. Um, so as much as you're like squatting out a spot, um, you are going to have to stand up and everyone scoots forward. And that'll be earlier and earlier as the year goes yes, progresses, as, as the goes. fall progresses. Um, so what did you think of Enchantment? I liked Enchantment. Enchantment. I think it was pretty, you know, my only thing is they really sold it as this like brand new, new, you know, technology, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I get it. The projections were good, but it was pretty similar to Happily Ever After. Um, with, a, with a cheesier script. Yeah. like it I can, thought it was super cheesy. I mean, I, I think they're all the same in the terms of like, they're all projections and fireworks and they're all really exciting and it's fun and it's beautiful and it's amazing what they do. And the projections down oh, Main yeah. Street were really, really cool. But the script on this one, I was not excited. I just. Juliana I doesn't like cheesy. being told that she is the magic. <laughs> it's just cheesy. It's like a beacons of magic and you are the magic. It was, I don't know. That's just me. It's just me. I'm, I apologize for my feelings. All right. But. It is very cute. You will see. I love how they put soul in there. Um, they did put some newer movies in there, yes. which I thought was great. Um, yeah. you know, some movies that didn't get love before are getting it now. Um, and spoiler alert, uh, if they didn't bring Tinkerbell back, I would be as angry about that as Splash Mountain. So she they flies. She flies. There so would have been mutiny. Been. I don't I don't even know if I would have wanted to be wanted to be there where we were if no, she didn't fly. If she People didn't fly. Lost it. It would have been bad. So of course, I mean the fireworks were great. It's a great story. They did say there was going to be projections going down Main Street, which was going to be different. Really didn't see anything that exciting in terms of I would change where I see the fireworks. No. It's no. like small. You could turn around and look and be yeah, like, oh, that's cool. Look over your shoulder if you're looking yeah. at them being like, oh, I see it. Okay, now go look back at the castle. Yeah, but I don't know if any of you had seen. So some of the VIP people who were doing VIP tours, their tours ended up at the top of the train station that had been being used for press during the day. And that's where they watched the show from. And um, pictures from there showed a massive crowd, it oh, looked yeah. like, on Main Street. Because Main Street is standing room. People weren't sitting there before the show. You can't sit on the street. And I got to say, it did not feel that crowded where we were. I maintain being inside the Hubgrass, there is a gate. And that gate separates you from the other crowds. It and keeps people, people from coming in too, because they think it's private. Coming in because there's only one entrance there, and and you don't have people walking through it because there is only one entrance. So it's a little different than being on a main street or in the middle because you can have people moving and moving around, and that's I really like inside there because you are protected a bit. I mean, um, you're also trapped, right? Yes, like, you are trapped. Like, you are also, like, you're not going anywhere once nope. you're in there. But actually, that's not even true. People were getting up and getting food and bringing it back. You can bring food back. It was just when, once it starts, you can't move. Um, And, right. you know, you're just, I, I maintain, you're a little bit more protected in there. But um, what was neat about this night in particular, and I don't know if they're going to be doing this for the duration but you know the show is at nine which is when fireworks usually are at nine or ten but the park did not close until 11 and they didn't only not discourage you from staying they actively encouraged everyone to stay in the park they said you know they came over the loudspeaker several times saying we invite you to enjoy all that the magic kingdom has to offer the park doesn't close till 11 there are going to be crowds at the buses why don't you stay a while yada yada and so basically everyone with children left yep and and a lot of other people too so i'm sure there was mad crowds at the buses but the stores were all still open the rides were all still going everything was still happening yep we went to aloha isle and got a delicious 50th anniversary dole whip bundt cake snack yep um still couldn't get into trading posts which was a little disappointing because they had some cool pins um yeah, so 
but then we didn't wait until 11 to leave. We left at like 1030, which I feel like put us in a really great position. Because it, was it was a like- good spot because a lot of the big crowds from the fireworks are gone, but the crowds from shutting down at 11 o'clock didn't quite hit yet. Yeah. Um, we bus was there and we, we got right on and got right home, which was wonderful because it was fantastic. But I, yeah, yeah. our our day was long guys. It was long. We had a, we talked a really good game about staying and like being the very last people in the park, but I just couldn't, I just couldn't, I just couldn't. It was, it was tiring and, but it was an awesome day. I think it it was awesome to be in there. They also handed out free posters to everyone that was leaving magic kingdom so those are really cool and they were posters of the castle and it's all enchantment glory um, and beacons we'll of post- magic glory beacons of magic is still so cheesy we'll post pictures there it is it, but here's a it's pretty it's a there's a little glare from my ring light but it's it's gorgeous it's really pretty i'm gonna frame it that's I'm going to frame it too. It was a really, you know what, it was cool. The other big thing that they also did for people, which I thought was nice, is um little they gave out those. Those they, the there was special map. October 1st. Um they're actually the most beautiful park map I've ever seen. I'm going to keep this forever. Like it's like foil paper and stuff. Anyway, oh, I digress. It's beautiful. Yes, they were only they giving one out per person. Only one per. We tried to get more, we couldn't. And then the big thing is they sent everyone a message at two o'clock. That all oh, yeah. photo all photo passes were free. Um, kind of slap in the face for annual pass holders um, that have memory maker free. Um, but super, I think it was a super nice touch for people that were in there that day. Um, I wish they would have announced it earlier in the morning because uh, then people really could have <laughs> taken advantage of the photo pass. I might, guys. I might have the photo pass lines, guys. Were they were big? Long. Like there was a line. Like uh, maybe where that's you why they did. Maybe with a 50th anniversary medallion and we, we chose not to, but you just, again, it was, you know, just like with at parties and stuff like that, you just, you have to pick and choose. And we chose shopping, resting. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. What did we choose? I feel like we did a lot of stuff, but did not choose to stand in line for the picture. We got, I was going to say we got one. It didn't turn out great. Um, but it, yeah. Not my recommendation, but it was a great night. We did get ho- back to the hotel at like 1130. Juliana was snoring by like 1131. Um, it's true. It's true. She, she was out um, and we were heading to Epcot the next morning and we had to set our alarm because we wanted to get the virtual um, boarding group for or boarding pass for um, Remy's ride. So the next day on October 2nd, we were at Epcot. We woke up at seven. I got the virtual queue. Lori so, did her thing, and we were like, all right, let's go back to sleep. Nope. No, we didn't. We did we not. Back to sleep. But, but we did we chill. Did, we did chill. We did relax, which was good. Sorry, I can't move my chair up. Um, We did do that. So then we were finally able to go into the expansion in France, and we spent a good amount of time there um, just kind of walking around and seeing everything. Yeah, so we don't need to tell you everything about Epcot, but let's talk to you about – we'll talk about France, and we'll talk about creations, and yeah. then I think we'll call it a day, but – so the France Pavilion is lovely. It's beautiful. It's very different from the other France Pavilion in the other Disney park that has one, which is Walt Disney Studios at Disneyland Paris. It's 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 different, but it still feels the same. But this one has a creperie in it. So you know that my favorite crepe in France is actually at a kiosk in the France Pavilion over there. So here they have the creperie of France, um, and it, there's a walk-up window for snack crepes, and then there's a table service restaurant for sitting down, obviously, and getting a crepe meal. They have a little more selection on that menu. It's a little more expensive. They don't take reservations, but you can just walk up. So I thought you'd have to walk up and do next available seating. We didn't want to do that. I was able to give her a time. She wore me down for one o'clock. We went back. We had lunch, and it was tasty. The food was absolutely delicious. Um, We have heard conflicting reports right now of who exactly manages that restaurant. Um, The food itself, I will not, I mean, the food was amazing. The crepes were awesome. You got the goat cheese one. I got the chicken one with mushrooms. Both amazing. The sweet ones were awesome. The inside decor though. It was was shocking. Again, just to echo what you said, the... The, and the crepe itself, regardless of what filling you get, was 
really well done, yeah. light, crispy, like the galette, the, the savory one is hard to nail. They did. But I agree how it, it I've never decorated a restaurant, but how hard could it be to make something feel like a French bistro with those little wicker chairs, bistro tables, whatever. It felt very cafeteria. It was very basic. It was very basic. The tables didn't match it. Like the tables were just not French bistro. The no. walls were white. I didn't understand it at so, all. So the girl at the door told me that that Disney didn't own that restaurant, that France owned that restaurant. But yeah, I, I, there, there's, I know there's a lot of yeah. secrecy and confusion about who owns the French pavilion and who doesn't. To me, that's neither here nor there. I don't care who owns it, but it's on Disney. <laughs> Get right? together. Please make it nicer. You need to make it nicer. You have this, the food was really good. You have this ride. You have this area that's based on a movie that's based on a restaurant. Right. Like for the love of, I just, I don't under, you don't have to go full restaurant th theme. Like, but I mean, even if you think to Remy on a cruise ship, you know, it is very elegant and nice. There's a hidden Remy in the chandelier. He's hidden up there, but it's supposed to be a super nice French restaurant that's based on the movie. And I'm but, just, oh. right. And I wouldn't expect a creperie to be, to look like a super nice French restaurant. No, I don't. But a sidewalk cafe. Yes. Yes. Cause so, that's what it looks like from the outside. And we thought yeah. it was going to be adorable inside. And we were a little disappointed. It was not. Anyways, we will so post those pictures. We were, as you can tell, we were upset. So <laughs> our two favorite things at Disney are food and shopping. So back to shopping. Creations opened up in Epcot. We actually visited Creations both Thursday night and Saturday, right? Yes. Um, I love this store. I think it's a fantastic store. We did a, I did a live inside there. You should go take a look at it because it's, it's a big store. But it, it lived has, up. It has some really cool items in it. It lived up to my expectation. It had a lot of the general Disney stuff, not not everything. Like I wouldn't say like before I used to say if you couldn't find it at uh, Main Street Emporium to check creations because they always had pretty much everything. Um, they don't now. They don't have pretty much everything. They have a small selection of everything. Like yeah. some Dooney and Burks and some Alex and Audie and some out clothes and some shoes and whatever. But they also have specific Epcot stuff that's really cool. Yeah. Even if it doesn't like scream Epcot, they have like designs that are sort of the colors of Epcot this year. And um, I loved it. I was going to say it was, it's a really, really cute store. It has, you know, you know, we were never able to not get in there. There was never lines to get in the store. They have some really cute retro Epcot things that are exclusive to there. So definitely something you should check out. The only other big thing we did that day was Remy. So we finally oh, yeah. we didn't talk about that. Right? Remy. Oh, but I do want to say the vase. Remember we talked about the vase? Oh, yeah, we couldn't find it. Not find the beautiful vase. So I'm going to look again when I go back in a couple yes. weeks. But sorry. Duh. Yeah. Let's so talk Remy. about Remy. Yeah. Right. So Remy. I've ridden this ride before. Yes. It broke down a few times. We finally got on it. Yeah. Um, but... We talked about the Juliana when she first did Mickey and Minnie's Railway. She wrote it, and we were like, "Oh, we're so excited for you to ride it for the first time." Ju you, Ju you got off the ride, and you were like, "Meh, like it was good. It was cool. It's a yeah, cool it was ride. good." And me and Jen were like, "I don't understand. This was a fantastic ride, and I think it was just reversed. So they used the same technology as what they're using in Mickey and Minnie's Railway." So you rode Remy first. So you were blown away by that one. So when you saw Mickey and Minnie's Railway, you were like, yeah, it was cute. Right. I've I went on. Before. Yeah. And I went on Remy after being on Mickey and Minnie. And I was like, yeah, it was, it was a cute story, but it's right. the same technology. It's right. the same premise, just different characters. Right. It's a super cute ride. Like, the cute kids story. are still cute story. The kids are still going to absolutely love it. They do so have think, a little pieces that are a bit different. Um, I think a couple things like didn't it. work, either didn't work or aren't in this ride. And I was filming it. So maybe I just missed it when the champagne blew. Did you get wet? Yes. Okay. And did you feel warm under the stove? Yes. Okay. Sorry. Spoiler alert. I should have said spoiler alert before I spoiled. Sorry. It's still cool. Because those are my two favorite parts of that ride. Because that kind of thing doesn't happen in Runaway Railway. No. Um, so Runaway Railway, yeah, it, there, it, there's things a bit different, but it's it's a super cute ride. ride. It's still going to be super popular. It will take um, the lines away from Frozen. 
Um, it broke down it, twice though it while did. we were there. So and and part of that is it's new, and part of it is it's that trackless system that they sort of struggle to maintain. But they'll get it. They'll get it. I think they'll get I, it. I, be fine. I, again, I think it's something you're going to want to go on. Um, we were kind of told by a cast member that the virtual queue was taken away from Rise of the Resistance, given to Remy. She kind of insinuated the fact that it's going to be taken away from Remy once the hype dies down a bit. And that Which it I might think go- will be relatively soon. It, I think be it'll be soon. And then I think the virtual queue is going to go back to Rise. I think they were afraid to put two virtual queues on the same system. Um, which is probably for the best because one of the big things this weekend, our cell phone service was horrible, horrible. Half the time, Disney's internet wasn't even there. I don't know. Well, <laughs> and I never get on it anyway, but it no. wasn't even like popping up as an option. But it was, it was wild. Yeah, it was wild. There was just so many people, so many people streaming. And it just, I'm glad they only had one virtual queue. Um, another big thing with technology, obviously Jeannie was not out. Um, we thought it would be in retrospect. I'm kind of like, well, I'm glad they didn't do it. Cause I don't think their system could have handled it this weekend. Not um, with all the virtual cues they were trying to do for no. the, the, and it, I say virtual cues, but it was a totally different thing, right? Cause it's a QR code versus QR code app versus Disney's virtual... app. Yeah. But right. I, it's still running on their system. So I'm glad, I'm glad they didn't do it. It wasn't necessary. And I don't think, I think it would have crashed. So yeah, yeah. we did. I hope those. it comes out soon though. Yeah, and we hit Disney Springs afterwards, and... They had all the merch, too. They had all the merch, and World of Disney was nutso. And we the got the thing, Starbucks mugs. And we, I got the Starbucks. We got the tumblers. The right only thing I could not find was the big 50th backpack, which I saw was on Shop Disney, but it is now sold out. So and the ears are gone. The ears, yes. I'm hoping oh. they get more, because there are three different sets of ears. Lori got these adorable white ones that she's showing. We'll also post pictures. They're really beautiful, and they yeah, light up. One. I want and the those. Big, the big surprise to these ones, oh, you can, can't see it. They light up. Yeah, it's really cute. There's little it's gems really in them that light cute. up. They're really beautiful. I think I need those, so I'm hoping they'll come back when I go in a couple weeks. Um, there was another set of blue um, ones that Jen wants that have, like, all the little – they're the same blue pattern as, yeah. as almost everything else, and they have a gold bow in the middle, I think. I didn't see any more of those. And then there's another set of blue ones that has, like, this giant gold – styrofoam but i i do not like those no. those are the only ones that are left right now shocking yes. um and i don't want those but i'm gonna keep looking so hope, like i'll keep you guys posted if, if things start coming back into stock i gotta look for the vase i gotta look for the bracelet and some other oh and the backpack and my backpack but yeah it you know disney springs was packed I mean, we went on a Saturday night, but it, it was, was, it, was packed. it was Saturday night. That's true. And it was a locals weekend. This was really a locals weekend. And I know we're running late, but we finally went into Abracadabra bar. <laughs> you can never get it right. We started calling it Agrabah just because I did. it was, Agrabah. It was like, so this is a magic carpet anyway, right? <laughs> anyway, yes, we forgot to mention that. So we did finally on our last night, right? Yep. Go to abracadab bar there we go there Thank it you. is and it's worth it we've talked about it before i think we reviewed it worth once it. um totally worth it it's a super fun magic trick parlor sort of place uh the drinks are delicious um and big um big it manhattan's was, big it, i ordered manhattan. the magic hatton which is their take on a manhattan not only was it delicious but it came in a double old-fashioned glass those are like, I've never had a Manhattan that wasn't in a cordial or martini glass. It was wild. It was delicious. Um, the servers are fun. The There's a lot of cool artifacts and hidden things in there. We'll post pictures. That was awesome. Yes. Whew. I need I know, it right? now. So yeah, so, on, the, on the Sunday, we had briefly talked that we had made park reservations for Hollywood Studios. We were going to try and get Juliana on. We were done, guys. Done. 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 Lori kept feeling bad. Like, don't you want to try? And I said, I'll be back. No, yeah. I can't. You'll be you'll be back in a couple weeks, and we posted a bunch of photos from Sana, um, and we were at the pool. Really, guys, we were done. Um, we were tired. We were really, really tired. So it was an awesome trip. Um, I'm so excited to, to be there. Some of the stuff I brought back were awesome. I feel like we didn't take pictures as much of our merchandise, so I think we need to do that and post that up because um, some of the items were really cool. 
um, you know, not worth fighting people over, but still really cool. So that I don't know if I spit this out well. My bonus mouse tip was just if you're going down and you're not like you don't have a specific thing that you have to have in mind, just browse the shops. And if yeah. you see something you like, buy it. And if you don't, don't like just shop like a normal person. It, it's yeah. way more enjoyable that way. I had a much better time shopping on the last day in creations, even though they were out of what I wanted than I did any other day. <laughs> It, a lot of it, I love, love World of Disney. It is my favorite. Yeah, but not then. That Saturday night, I was I was losing it a bit on people. Just, you know, you'll see the purple tumblers. I'm sure if you've seen social media, people are going crazy over them. I felt like I had to get one. I ended up getting it. I don't know why I got it, but I got it. Um, oh, it's beautiful. It is beautiful. One thing that is working really well, Disney oh, IT, that's right. is mobile checkout. So you can awesome. shop at these stores at World of Disney and at Creations. Main Street Emporium, too? No. No. Did not have it was too much of a Emporium. zoo. People would be walking out with yeah. merchandise like it was nobody's business. But at those two stores where they can keep a tighter rein on people and on the merchandise limits... You can check yourself out by scanning the merchandise yourself right in the My Disney Experience app. And then you pay for it. You get a QR code. You it applies for AP discount. It automatically applies AP discount. If you want to use a Visa cardholder discount, you have to go to the register. Yeah. But if you have an AP discount or any other discount, but well, no, just an AP discount, you can do it. And then you just show them your QR code on the way out. They count up your items. They give you a clear bag and out you go. It, it was a, it was a, huge time saver. I was going to say massive time saver. I've seen we them kind of test this before. To. Yeah. I've seen them test this before and it, I was like, whatever, I, I'll just go check out. But this, this time I was all over it. It was, it was great. It was great. All right. Yeah. So lots of FOMO out there. Yes. It was a fabulous, fabulous time. You, you did miss out. You did. Yeah. Sorry. Essentially. Guys. You did. I mean, and that, that, but no, but truly, like as crazy it was as it was and as critical as we're being, like the magic was unbelievable. It was. was it really was absolutely, I think, fantastic. So it was a great trip. We posted a bunch. Check it out. We do have a tip for the day other than the ones we've given. Um, as much as Jen and everybody else has FOMO that they were not there, it is an 18-month celebration. Um, some of these items for merchandise, for the food, the drinks, the magical beacon we talked about, it is an 18 month celebration. So you have 18 months to go there and experience everything, taste everything, um, drink everything, buy what you want. Um, so as much as we loved this, you guys can totally go back in the next 18 months. I'm looking forward to going back because it's going to be, I feel like a little more leisurely. Like I loved being yes. there in the thick of it, but going, going after, I think is going to be even better. So you mean, the Gro you mean the Gromans are not going to have an 18 hour magic kingdom day? Mm, uh, no, we're not. No. Oh my gosh. We're not even going to magic kingdom this trip, but that's another story. But anyway, friends, Mouska fans, we are happy to get you to the uh, celebration in the next 18 months. So be sure to give us a call. Yes. All right. Done? Yeah. Done. Thanks for spending another episode with us. If you've enjoyed another crazy podcast episode with us, be sure to subscribe to our show so that you receive notica notifications when new content is released and you will never miss an episode. Please consider writing us a review. It really helps on Apple Podcasts. Really does. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys. Now it's time to say goodbye. To all our company, can I see, see you real soon? Why? Because we like you. M O U.